Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of This Week in Carding. It's episode number 47, August the 16th, 2022. And like all the podcasts that we do uh, here at eCardingNews.com, first chance to listen on the EKN Radio Network app. If you have not yet downloaded that to your mobile device, get on it. This uh, This Week in po- uh, Carding podcast, obviously perfect for your morning and afternoon commute. Get yourself up to speed on everything that's going on in the sport, everything that's made its way to the homepage of eCardingNews.com. My name is Rob Howden, joined uh, this today in this episode by both David Cole and our new editorial assistant, Nate Dean. I'm going to let them do the majority of the heavy lifting through this particular podcast as uh, Nate gets himself more accustomed to what we do here podcast-wise. Doing a great job over the last couple of months uh, coming on board with the team here at eCardingNews.com. I'm sure everyone will see him when he's with us uh, at the Supercarts USA Super Nationals in November in Las Vegas. This edition of This Week in Karting presented by Race Lab. The new face of competitive karting in the Pacific Northwest region is Race Lab. The full-service karting operation is located at the state-of-the-art Kartplex facility in all over British Columbia, Canada, providing everything you need to hit the track or to put yourself in a successful driver development program. Race Lab is the official North American distributor for the TB Kart chassis brand, providing the full range of models from kid kart to shifter kart. Villeneuve Racing Karts is their flag, uh, flagship product, available only through Race Lab. The brand carries the name of Formula One champion and Indianapolis 500 winner Jacques Villeneuve, with each model produced by TB Kart. Follow Race Lab on social media on Facebook and Instagram, or load up their website at www.theracelab.ca to learn more about TB Cart and Villeneuve Racing Carts. Race Lab, race with us, win with us. All right, David, Nate, uh, last show, episode 46, uh, not too bad, a couple of weeks ago. We're trying to make these things a lot a lot more uh, regular. And of course, David Cole was on vacation last week. I was somewhere else. Nate was busy, so we essentially took last week off. But uh, guys, obviously back at it here right now. Lots to do, lots to talk about today. We'll make these a lot more regular with so much news coming up. But David, I think some of the biggest news, obviously, landing is all the schedules for 2023 is finally starting to land. Supercarts USA rolling out their 2023 Winter Series and Pro Tour calendars. Yeah, we've already started with 2023 calendars over the last couple of episodes of This Week in Karting. And the big story uh, this episode is the 2023 schedule for Supercarts USA Winter Series and Pro Tour schedule. That was kind of the, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of sitting there waiting, looking and and wondering when they're going to come out, what's going to happen, what's going on with Winter Series. You know, there was that talk of, of a January uh, United States Pro Card Series. So how is that going to affect Winter Series? Well, looking at this, the, the schedule that Supercarts USA released, it looks like nothing's going to change in terms of the uh, of the kind of the format with two race weekends for Winter Series. And then Pro Tour having their same uh, three weekends with Winter Nationals, Spring Nationals, and then Summer Nationals. Uh, Nate, um, kind of g- give us a rundown of the Winter Series dates and uh, what we can expect uh, to begin uh, the 2023 season. Yeah, so right now, obviously, is not announcing where those races will be held, but See, we have the January 13th through 15th round and then the February 10th through 12th round. So again, not too sure where those races will be held. You can kind of take a guess of your favorite <laughs> right. Southern track, but moving well, on. Well, that, tour, that, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, the, the question mark when you look at the schedule to begin with, because it's 
Ben at the home, the AMR Motorplex at Homestead Miami Speedway. I think I got the name right. Presented by AMR AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex. Presented by MG Tires. Yes, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I get. It. I'm terrible with names, Rob. I know. I just we just call it AMR. So we'll just call it AMR for short right now. That we got the official name out of the way, but. Typically, it's been there since the first year where we, I think we went to two different locations, Rob, if you, re, if you recall. I know Ocala was one of them. Ocala, yeah. And and then, of course, Homestead. I don't think they had a third third location. I think no, it was we just didn't. those two. Just the two, I think. And then, so it's been at Homestead. That has been the home for the last few years. So I don't know of any racetrack aside from that that could really host the, the winter series in terms of the large haulers, the large paddock space that you do need. Uh, you know, we do know that the Orlando. Anderson, yeah, Orlando is a possibility. You know, we've, we've gotten the 300 entries there at the United States pro cart series. Um, so that, that could be a possibility. I, it's, it's just, it's just strange to see, um, excuse it, going to Orlando. I, I just, you know, from the history that we've seen in the past, you know, the kind of the relationship there. True enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's, that's a key to think about, you know, obviously, uh, Andre Martins who, uh, who runs the program there as, has had a lot of, you know, obviously very connected to the rock program. We've seen a lot of rock races there, but then the IME program that is USPKS was there as well. So you never know, could be Orlando, uh, Homestead obviously would be an easy lock to go back to Homestead again. There's not a lot of tracks, David, as you said, they can host a big, host a big race. What? What if they did both races, racetracks? I mean, that could, you know, yeah. instead of Why being not? locked into one facility, yep. you have the opportunity of going to two different locations, maybe start off down in Homestead because it's the mo- most furthest location, you know, all the way down in Miami and then come back up to Orlando in February. Again, you know, we we're kind of working on a story about this, but it seems that a lot of the series and programs are kind of working together and maybe there's an opportunity where, Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA and the Florida Winter Tour are going to be working together and maybe working at the same facilities for for the uh, for the 2023 winter programs. Well, listen, there's a lot of things that are happening right now where people are actually working together to a certain extent, right? We know that SCUSA and Rock Cup and CODA and USPKS are coming together in terms of potential licensing and penalties and whatever it may be that, that's happening, suspensions, et cetera. Uh, we're hearing word that they actually, and we're actually working on a little note on this, that potentially the powers that be actually got together in the off season or th- during the middle of the season, rather than the off season, the middle of the season, to plan the 2023 season. So they weren't stepping on top of each other. So David, maybe that paves the way. Maybe, maybe there are good things happening in terms of communication that could, could help the teams, right? Not having to to move their, their equipment as much. Yeah. So that could be the leading factor as to why it is still a TBA to be announced in terms of locations for those two events. We're still waiting to hear what rock cup USA is going to do for the 2023 season. They are kind of the, uh, the third, third rail of that, along with Challenge in the Americas. We know Andy Saisman's been, been working on, on finalizing in the contracts. He's waiting to make sure his locations are secure 100% before those yep. actual dates and locations are announced. So that should be coming out soon. But uh, going into Pro Tour, Nate, uh, it's pretty much going to be the same uh, race weekends as what we saw in 2022. Yeah, so... Obviously, starting things off at NOLA for the 
winter nats with march 31st through april 2nd same track as we went this year again the june 9th through 11th is still a tva that was held by utah motorsports campus this year and then they'll be ending out the pro tour season on the final weekend of july on the 28th through the 30th at newcastle motorsports park yeah dave newcastle's kind of become the, the spiritual home of the finale isn't it the summer nats yeah, I did. I did not think that Newcastle was going to be left off the calendar for now. You know, I in the near future to be to be real Agreed. honest yeah. about it. It's kind of just a good place with the multiple configurations that you can throw at racers uh, at the facility, and then Mark, uh, Mike Adams, and, and Tom Kutcher have a good rapport, understand what you know each other need in terms of you know prior to the race weekend and then during race weekend. Um, Nola, uh, I'm shocked. We're going back the same weekend. That's obviously a busy time in that region. So again, hotels are going to be uh, a very key aspect to that weekend, uh, being at Nola also being part of spring break for a lot of northerners, such as myself, uh, could be another reason why I might not be there again. Um, but we'll get into that later. Um, vacation request denied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's hey, a good thing listen. we have a th- it's a good thing we have a third employee because That's you know, it. you know, Nate, Nate, you might as well pack your bags for Nola for that weekend. That's um, it. We got to break him <laughs> in. We got to get a uh, company burger. We we got lots of stuff we got to take Nate to. He's be probably been never been to Bourbon Street as well too. So that'll yeah, be that's a, uh, that's a, a Bourbon is a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's filthy. It smells like pee. It's horrible. It's perfect for young people such as Nate, right? Yes, yeah, true. Very true. I guess <laughs> Nate. Maybe you want to go have some fun. Just yes, the <laughs> the extrovert that is Nate Dean. <laughs> yes, uh, I appreciate awesome. the honesty, Nate. So, so yeah, looking, so David, looking at spring nationals, that's yeah. that's the obviously you know obviously past winter series program is where is spring nationals going to be? We've been at Utah Motorsports Campus for the last you know, three editions. Or sorry, yes, three editions out of, over the last four years because of COVID. Um, is it still going to be out west? Is it's it going to be, be west somewhere? Got to be west you know, coast. It, that that's it, but where? Yeah. What you know? What facility? You know? Is it is it going to be possibly the new uh, racetrack in Southern California? There you go. The K1 circuit. That's possibly an option. You know, being right there. You know what? Just minutes away from Supercars USA headquarters uh, down there in Southern California. So yeah. I I got to think that's going to be the number one leading contender in the clubhouse. Uh, along with, you know, you know, possibly going back to PKRA Phoenix cart racing association, because just because of the size of the paddock there, it's, it's doable, but June, you know, that, okay. Are we going to do some night racing? Because in both Mm -hmm. of those locations, it gets really, really hot during the day. So are we going to do some night racing for spring nats? Mm -hmm. Agreed. I like that. Listen, when you bring up Phoenix, there's always Tucson. We can jam everybody into the paddock there at Tucson. Great track Mm -hmm. as we know. Pretty windy though, as well. It's going to be hot in Tucson, like you said. They have lights there, but not throughout the paddock. It, it's there's options for sure, David. When it comes to where we could go for the spring nats, for sure. Grand Junction, that's another option as well too. I know June's a little warm in, in the Rocky Mountains as well, but it's it's a nice. It's kind of central, kind of like what Utah is. Um, so that could be a possibility as well. So those are there's a number of different racetracks. I don't know if I don't think Pacific Northwest is is an option. I don't think there's any facilities right now that can hold uh the numbers that the pro tour brings and and obviously the size of haulers and and trailers and tents that we do uh that the pro tour does bring back 
So, um, yeah, Nate, do you have any other notes on the uh, on the schedule? No, not not particularly. I <laughs> said uh, in a wild card guess for the winter series, make it a true winter series round and go to Road America. But I don't see that happening. <laughs> I like anytime. it. Hey, hey, now. We laugh, but what is the main issue? We go to Road America every year. It's cutting the chicane. Drivers wouldn't do it if there's a big snowbank there every year. Oh, I'm I like just this saying. Idea. Listen, I, you don't know how I'm bad available. I want. You don't know how bad I want to try racing a cart in the snow. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, yeah. as as we all kind of dwell on and and think about options in terms of winter cart racing, uh, let's head to break. Uh, so our first one of this week in karting. And we'll have more regarding Supercar 2 USA in terms of Super Nationals 25. We'll have uh, some purse news and along with some driver updates regarding racing at the Super Nationals when we come back from this break on This Week in Karting. Made in the USA. That's exactly what you get from Precision Karting Technologies. Based in Detroit, Michigan. PKT brings over 35 years of manufacturing experience to the sport of karting. Their passion for the sport began focusing around the kid kart platform and has expanded every year with hundreds of products designed to put you on the podium. Precision Karting Technologies is known around North America for their successful line of axles available in all age groups. PKT manufactures a number of engine products for Comer, IAMI, Rock, Rotax, and the popular Briggs & Stratton 206. A wide variety of chassis components for the many brands in the sport are available through PKT, including hubs, pedal risers, skid plates, and other hardware for your cart. Axle straightening, chassis adjustments, engine service, and specific CNC machining projects are available through their Motor City headquarters. To learn more about the many products and services available from Precision Karting Technologies, head to pktaxles.com. Top-level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S. or the super soft green SS and the intermediate white IZ optional compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. And welcome back to This Week in Karting. It is August 16th, 2022. I, got, I, still, I still can't get the year straight that we're in 2022. And how is it August uh, already? And it's August already, and my and my son's driving a car, so that's kind of the, wow, the weird thing. Yeah, that's it's like 
I, yeah, really it's, it's the last 18 years has kind of been a blur, Rob. So (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm just still trying to, I'm struggling with the the actual date that we're in, but uh, welcome back to the show, uh, after our first commercial break. And as I said, uh, prior to the break, we're going to talk about super carts, USA, super nationals, 25, a record breaking purse has been set up for this year in the senior categories for both both X30 senior and pro shifter. Nate kind of break down what they're uh, offering up this year. Yeah. So like you said, $25,000 purse for both X30 senior and pro shifter. So the first place getting a nice cash grab of $15,000 and then further going down for second, 5,000 third place, uh, 2500 fourth 1500 and then fifth place getting a nice thousand dollar check yeah i like that david it's you know it's it's the 25th anniversary of this race you know it's the it's the biggest race we have in the sport here in north america uh started out in the in you know at the rock pile out of the las vegas karting center uh, eventually xplex moved its way into uh to to the rio this is this is the way this needs to be celebrated man this is the, the race is going to be huge we're going to get over 500 entries for sure maybe more uh, 25 grand purse, 15,000 to win. And then David, uh, they're throwing in another five grand. If a pro tour champion can win, think about this. Norberg wins the next 30 senior Kremers wins in pro shifter in the championships. Norberg's coming off a win last year. So there's another pressure from winning a super Nazi won one last year to really cement his legend status. Could be another five grand. Uh, and then you've got Kremers who's looking for that win, right? He's had it, lost it. He won the one thing he really needs for his resume is that win at the Supernats at five grand. That's $20,000 you're walking away with for a win on Super Sunday. Yeah, I'm looking back at my stats. I think it was 2016, which would have been the 20th edition, I believe. And there was a bonus up for Pro Tour champion to win that year. And it was Danny Formal who won S1 Pro Tour Championship and came into Vegas and won uh, that Super Nationals and got got the bonus there. So... Yeah, a little added pressure, I think, more so for Kremers because, again, he's still trying to get that elusive victory in Las Vegas at the Super Nationals, where Norberg, kind of like how he's been all season long, there's not the pressure really on him. It's on everybody else to beat him. You know, that's really where the pressure lies. I think, obviously, when you throw in Vegas and being back at the Rio and all the different elements there, there is still that kind of pressure on Norberg because he will have that bigger, larger bullseye on his back yeah. uh, when we head when we head to Vegas. But to be able to see two different drivers walk away with twenty thousand dollars each on the on Super Sunday is amazing. <laughs> and then you add in the BRM timepiece for pole sitter and X thirty senior and pro shifter, uh, just a lot of prizes up for grabs in those two categories. Yeah, Nate, they got, you know, good thing too. They got cash up to, for grabs in KA100 Senior as well. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't write Scroll that. down. Oh, there it is on my second. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So yeah, KA100 Senior. <laughs> KA100 Senior, uh, $2,000 for the winner. Second place gain another $1,000 and then $500 going for third for that top three on the podium. Yeah, David Cole's not much for uh, really solid uh, scripting here, the formatting on the script. So you just got to look out for that next time. Uh, I, I did let you have final say. So that's very have, true. I could, you did, yeah. you know, it's kind of like that, you know, publishing sign off. You signed the, the, the corner of the page. That's there. true. I did sign the corner of the page. I, I'll take, I'll take the blame. Out. Buck stops here on this one here. Hey, bottom, bottom line is uh, David, they stepped up, put some cash up for grabs on the 25th anniversary. This is a great move for Scooza to really kind of celebrate. 25 years of this amazing race. 
yeah, and hopefully we'll we'll see more other announcements coming through regarding the event, you know, in terms of, you know, certain ceremonies or other things to kind of highlight, you know, it being the 25th and you know, 25th edition of the event because again, while some may look at it as just another event, it's it's kind of, you know, for those who have been there a lot of years including yourself, myself and a lot of team owners and racers, you know, it's you know, Bonner Moulton's going to be making his 25th start there at the Super National. That's just, just, it's phenomenal. So, you know, obviously opening ceremonies will be big as it always is with, with Tom Kutcher and Scusa. So uh, we'll see, we'll see what other things they have up their sleeves heading into Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I think about the fact that, you know, I've been at all the, all all 25 of these races and it kind of just, it pales in comparison to Bonner having raced all 25. <laughs> like it just, it's just, for, for me, that's just absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm so, I'm so thrilled. He's going to do it. Uh, trying to get him to do, to do double duty, but he won't, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped. I'm super pumped that he's doing it. It's going to be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if, you know, certain, certain entities might, might allow for him to be able to do double duty. I know, I think right now he's entered for X 30 master. So that's, uh, you know, again, a solid return for him. He was, he was among the contenders last year, but, um, you know, the new category and the one everybody's kind of talking about, at least we at eCardingNews.com <laughs> over the last week, has been the addition of the K100 Master Class, which, uh, you know, after Summer Nationals got a, a little bit of a boost in terms of, of prestige in the driver <laughs> roster. Well, Rob, dude, if, you want to, if, you, if you want to inform us a little more on that. Well, this is David's idea. So literally, he finds out that, <laughs> that KA100 Master comes on Super Nats. He says, hey, Rob. This is your chance because I think you know we've always talked about the fact how cool it would be if I got a chance to actually race one 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 year. I'd love to see David race one year as well. We've never got to right. We're I'm calling all these races. It's one of those events I'd love to cross off the list, but I can't. But now with uh, getting some help on the PA side, David's you know and Nate will have things handled on the editorial side. I said, what the hell? So yeah, I, I, I'm going to actually race KA100 Master now. Scusa said, hey, listen. The class has got to get to 25 entries by August the 21st. Here we are on the 16th. I think we're going to get it by maybe Friday, potentially Saturday. Um, I think there's 11 people entered as we as we do this right now. Another five guys I know are entering tonight to go for tomorrow. Uh, and 25 plus more have told me that they want to enter. But David, cool stuff. You know, Martin Stone out of the gate. Eric Molinati. Uh, what else we got? Anthony Stifler, Tom Gerstner all coming out as well. One of the cool stories is, is Travis Roberts actually saw it in the news and went, hey, I could do this. Now, for those of you who know who Travis is, his, he's the father of Tyler, who races on the national level in many different programs. Very talented young Texas driver in the Mini Swift class. But Travis, used, he ran a couple of Super Nationals back in like 2000, 2000, 2001, I think, out at the Rock Pile in like 80cc and then S1, I think. So he's he hasn't raced in a long time and he and I were just gabbing a little bit. He's, he's pretty pumped about this. He knows he's got to get in shape, got to put a little bit of weight on, but uh, he's pretty excited to come back. I love having the, the fathers racing there when the kids are there as well. Well, it's not that he has to put weight on. It's that the weight is a, is a little bit higher for the master's category because it's True. very similar. So I, again, we, we kind of had the, this discussion off air, you know, three nineties, a lot for, for a master's driver, especially for the, uh, for the younger, smaller guys. And Travis is not exactly a big guy. No, so, you know, he's, he's, he, he'll be able to put weight where he needs it around his cart. So that's, that's the one adv- advantage to that. But again, speaking of putting weight on, uh, Michelle Manning right now, the only female driver in the field thus far, she has to put on a lot of weight to be able to get up to that 395, 90 pound, uh, minimum weight. 
division. She's she's entered. She's right now, as as I said, the only female entered in the field thus far. That's far. So maybe we'll maybe we'll get a couple more female drivers. That's something we haven't really attacked on. So I think over the next couple of days on social media, we'll try and and see if uh, any of the if the the girl power ladies out there want to want to try their hand at, at hashtag beat Rob Howden. That's it. Hashtag beat Rob. I should make T-shirts up for everybody. If there's, if there's 40 guys in the field, we'll have to get 39 of them. <laughs> there you go. At uh, least. I'll say this. It, it's been kind of cool. You know, my I, initially I was like, man, I hope we're able to get to 25. I, I want to make sure this class happens. Cause I don't, I, I just don't think if I, if I had to run X 30 master, it'd be probably too much for me based on the amount of time I can get in on a, in a cart before then. But, but I, I'm feeling more like we're going to be at 30, 35 or 40, because I think there's a lot of people that are kind of on the fence waiting for Scooter to confirm it. I talked to Miguel Mir, multi-time Texas champion. He's going to come. He's entering today or tomorrow. Uh, I'm told that Scott, uh, David Pergande is going to run uh, with, with uh, Josh Huff and JH Motorsports. Uh, I've been told Scott Blind, who does a lot of Margate night racing, potentially going to race with Trinity. And I'm talking to Sean Bailiff, I think he has between three and maybe six guys that want to come out and run. Uh, and I know that David, we, we made our first post there on social media when I, when I told people I was going to do it, a lot of chatter back and forth about maybe a team owner coming out, Nick Tucker, they were pulling on Nick Tucker from Nitro Carp, but the first guy to actually grab messaged me last night, Jamie Siraki from Franklin Motorsports is in. I love this. That, yeah, that's a good one. He's a former pro tour, uh, race winner in tag master, Nick Tucker, a former champion on the pro tour in tag master as well too. So uh, Miguel Mir, you already mentioned his name. He's a multi-time Texas champion. So a lot of champions going to be in that. This is not going to be a pushover field. Yeah. You know, and a lot of names that you've already mentioned that are entered, you know, and then the potential that we could have, you got even the shifter guys who are racing in the afternoon, they have the opportunity, <coughs> Chris Jennings <Yeah. coughs> to, uh, to race K master in the morning, you know, and, and, you know, sketchy Brown, sketchy Barnes, we're trying to get him to uh to you know to do the morning session with you as well i mean i even offered to do his practice sessions for him so, <laughs> good stuff so so, uh, so other again. names here's other names david like mike giles uh preston newberry who was super quick at the challenge of the americas this year he's supposed to yeah. come in potentially morgan LeBaron from texas i'm told uh potentially coming in with full gas motorsports uh gordon cameron as well from trinity karting group uh hearing some Hearing some potential ex Team USA Rotax racers coming into the field as well. Maybe some Stars of Carding guys coming in from the, back in the day. We're still trying to make sure Mike Smith feels horrible if he's not in this thing, right? Let's just oh, put it that yeah. way. Right. Well, so. I mean, he'll bring the field level down a little bit when he does enter. But, <laughs> That's true. Um, That's very true. It's, you know, yeah, it's it's setting up to be a who's who, you know. And then again, you know, why can't Rollison do it? You know, he's Trip not out. busy he's, in the morning. There's no way he's going <laughs> to. He's waiting. <laughs> He's got forty something carts. There's no way he's gonna. I know. I'm just. You just got. You just got to keep throwing down the haymakers. You know. You know. Keep. Keep trying to get people and get involved and and get entered or at least pass it on to somebody else they know. Here's a haymaker for you. Right. He's got everybody running things. Tom Cutcher needs to race. Well, let's get him on the golf course first. (laughs) He doesn't. He doesn't want to play some golf. He said that. All right. (laughs) Nate, do you you know anybody up in the Midwest? I know they had that tag master program uh, that they run through like Badger Road America. What about Minnesota and up in in that area? Are you thinking, are there any names you can throw out there to kind of edge them to try and be part of this Super Nationals uh, K100 Masters class? Oh, gosh. Um, 
all the people that come to mind. I, well, <laughs> um, not not any big names that I can think of, at least in. Well, just throw I mean, out I'm some sure local names. Are, I'm sure there are some in the Route 66 and like USPKS crowd that yep. I haven't been around enough to know. That's but true. And you're only nine years. You're really. only nine years away. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. I love it. Take All it. right, folks. But bottom line is I'm going racing the Supernats this year. We're gonna get our 25. I, I'm gonna say right now, if we get 25, we're gonna end up with 35 or 40. That's what I'm saying, Dave. That's my that's my call. That's the throwdown. So the the throwdown, the challenge has been established. Rob Howden has put it out there. Everybody sign up. Be again, maybe you'll get a free t-shirt out of this that says hashtag I beat Rob Howden. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. We'll work on some designs. We'll see what we come up with. Style aesthetic. We'll, we'll, we'll obviously be there. So she'll be able to hand the shirt right off to you as soon as you come across (laughs) the scale line. So (laughs) now what is happening here right now? This is bull. All right. well, it is what it is, Rob. At least you know. At least we just want you to take the checkered flag. If That's anything true. on Super oh, Sunday, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, I, can, I have to announce the next class. Remember that. I got to announce the class before and the class after. So yeah, I need to be. Well, uh, you won't be on the podium, so there'll be plenty of time for you to get oh. over from the scale line to the tower. Listen, <laughs> Nate. If that wasn't true, it would be a burn. <laughs> it would be, but it's not it a burn. Be. It's not a burn. It's not a burn. It's 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 facts. I only speak facts. You know that's, that's exactly what I it. do here at com. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's go to the next break of the action. I'm going to leave the rest of this show for the boys here, Nate and and David. Thank you uh, for tuning in again. The boys will take you on the other half. Uh, and again, I'm going Supernats racing. Hope you guys come and join us. Enjoy the rest of this week in karting. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Supernationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlison Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls Performance Group. We race to win. Cometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Cometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Cometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Cometic's fiber materials are asbestos-free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two-cycle kit 
and Kemetic's four-cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kemetic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kemetic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kemetic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. So we are back from commercial on this week in carding. August 16th, uh, looking at uh, a, a exciting Super Nationals uh, discussion that we just had with Rob Howden talking about him racing there again, but kind of looking uh, in our next two topics, kind of looking at the industry and also drivers trying to make that progression uh, out of karting and looking to be part of the Mazda Motorsports program. Uh, the Spec MX-5 shootout nominees were just announced last week. Uh, this is the third straight year of the program, and EKN was once again asked to offer up a list of nominees. Um, this year, Nate, it's uh, expanded to 41 drivers with a number of notable carters on that list that are going to be part of the shootout to be uh, with the date and location to be announced. Yeah, and obviously it's really good to see Mazda continuing their involvement in karting. They've always been very influential i'll say in the lower ranks and getting that talent from carding up to whatever series you might want to run whether it be sports car indie car they've pretty much touched every aspect of north american racing i mean it's a great program for young carters to get into i think connor zillish won the shootout last year and he's doing quite well currently p3 in standings he swept the weekend at road america he's always up there yeah, I think it's a very similar racing style to to karting, and that helps with the progression. So it's great to see that Mazda is expanding that to 41 drivers this year. Yeah, especially at some of the bigger tracks they go to. Obviously, Daytona, they opened up the season this year. That's a big drafting racetrack where, yeah. you know, we we see that in Briggs racing. We see that what we used to see in Yamaha racing a lot but more so in KA racing now, both junior and senior ranks, uh, where we see a number of the of the uh, the nominees coming from is both junior and senior ranks. So it's exciting to see. They ex actually expanded to 41 drivers. I know we did a list. I think it was about, uh, you know, half of that that we provided them. You know, obviously they had some other names already kind of put on their radar with in terms of the different coaching programs that they've been doing with other race teams and and, and uh, special weekends with with Mazda. So 41 drivers and they'll all be narrowed down by video interview to be selected to be part of that shootout with, again, the date and location to be announced. I'm expecting to hear we'll see we'll hear that probably come later in the year, maybe maybe November or December uh, when they actually will hold that. Uh, were there any notable names uh, on that list that you saw that were were shoe ins or, or maybe some surprises, Nate, that you saw on that list? I would have to double check. I think Aiden Ingrata was on there, right? Yeah, Aiden Ingrata, one of the yeah. uh, the lone Canadians. Uh, I think he was the only Canadian. I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, the only Canadian on that list. Aiden's had a really good uh, season, both USPKS and Supercar USA competition as well, back in home in Canada. Uh, racing at a number of events there this summer. So Aiden Ingrata is on that list. Uh, 
a number, you know, we had uh, Jed Perkins. He's a good uh, Riggs and Stratton 206 racer, uh, making his way up into the two cycle ranks. Uh, a number of uh, female drivers as well. Macy Williams is back on the list again. Uh, so she, and along with Hannah Greenmeyer. So they make up uh, the female drivers on that list. But again, it's just a lot of different names with a lot of different experience uh, that are going to be coming into the program. And again, it'll all be based on, on how they present themselves first off. And then once they get to the shootout, kind of how, again, how they present themselves, but also what they do on and off the racetrack. Yeah. And just going through the list furthermore, it's just a who's who of carding at the moment. Obviously, Caleb Gaffara off that his maiden pro tour championship. So he's obviously going to be one of the ones we're watching. Chase Hand is up there, too. You mentioned Hannah Greenmeyer, one of the top prospects for females in motorsport in North America right now. Jeremy Fletcher also. It's a very, very strong list of names and a lot of can drivers of the month on here too so it should be a very interesting shootout to watch this year that's a good point yeah a lot of ek former or current ecan driver of the months uh in there and on that list uh that will be part of the shootout for this year uh moving over to the industry side of things uh gfc karting is added uh some new dealers to their list their growing network that they are establishing getting dealers now in texas and Canada along with Thailand. So actually three different country uh, represented countries represented in the expansion for their dealer list. Uh, Nate kind of give us a breakdown of who is the, who are the new dealers for GFC carding? Ah, so Texas, I'm can say trackside carding services with, I know that I'm pronouncing that one, right? When it comes to Thailand and <laughs> Western Canada, is well war war wong kumara kumara okay is a uh is a driver he is uh he's been based in southern california la area been a a gfc driver essentially since the beginning of gfc uh was established at the end of 2018 actually stood on the podium at challenge in america's opening weekend in tucson arizona this past year he's based out of thailand now and is going to be there kind of promoting the brand and, and establishing a deal uh, a shop there to be the first uh, GFC dealer in the Asian market. So that'll be a good expansion. And then Madonna Racing in Western Canada. TJ Madonna is a, uh, a racer. Uh, he was just at the Spring Nationals in Utah uh, this past June. Uh, so they're going to be kind of focused on establishing the brand there in Western Canada with all the different racetracks that are there in the BC and Alberta and uh, other areas of Western Canada. So again, three different countries for GFC expanding that dealer network. Yeah, and it's obviously good to see GFC expanding their reach throughout different dealers. I know they've come a quite a long way in the past few years that they've been on the scene. I think they still have some work to do on the Eastern and mid parts of America. They're yeah. still very to us. And I, th- yeah, I think the Texas, yeah, I think the Texas, uh, connection with, with, uh, uh Tim Loba and track track side carding services, that'll kind of help establish that with the, yeah, obviously they compete at the Texas sprint racing series program. So once they, you know, again, when, when you see it, the product in front of you, it kind of helps get that brand even more established in that area or in that region. 
so GFC, they do have they do have some strangle hold on the eastern side. I think they're going to try and get a little bit more of that going uh, in the future. But again, yeah, really establishing a strong network of dealers uh, for that brand as they continue to uh, improve and develop the brand and chassis that they that they uh, that they push out for both cadet senior racing and shifter carts. So uh, with that, we'll move into our third commercial break here on This Week in Karting. And when we come back, we'll talk more about editorial and podcasts along with our ECAN radio network program and where we'll be in the upcoming weeks and months. So uh, stick around for our last segment after this break. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, cart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand, the company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since two thousand three, one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry, was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business Stockholm Karting Center in October of two thousand nineteen. Stockholm Karting Center Inc. has added the Cartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past 25 years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone, or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper, push the button, and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, cart lift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cart lift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cart lift and leave your crew at home. We are back with This Week in Carding, August 16th, 2022, and we are into our final segment of this week's show. We'll talk a little bit about editorial, ECAN editorial. And I think, uh, Nate, you had majority part of this because most of this was done as I was away on vacation. But we'll first begin with our guest column 
the Begin Again series uh, done by R.K. Seiler. Uh, the the uh, veteran driver out of Texas uh, submitted his The Makeover Part 2, which kind of was a uh, makeover of himself as a driver as he's trying to get away from the car tendencies that he's been used to over the last few decades and get back into how to how to compete uh, in a cart. So he was talking about working with a driver coach, Jake French being that driver coach out of PSL karting and full gas motorsports. Jake French, a pro tour champion, a former Rotax champion as well, back in the Minimax days and to 2007, my first Rotax Grand Nationals. So again, kind of a, a breakdown and makeover a little bit of himself as a driver. I know I've been there a little bit each time I get back to the racetrack. <laughs> Nate, have you worked with any driver coaches in the past uh, as you're making your way up through the the ranks in karting? Um, not a, like driver coaches as in tuners. I have had Alexander Kardashian is pretty much the one for me that I've worked a mm-hmm. lot with becoming you know close friends with him and always just whenever we were under the tent working on data and such. And yeah, it's always these yeah, kind of learning experiences are hard, but it's WK, cool that he's yeah. documenting his and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, WK champion uh, and a Purdue Grand Prix winner uh, yes. winning this. Uh, what was it? April when they, uh, when they had the event down there in Purdue. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, pretty cool deal. Uh, yeah, so the next uh, editorial, you pretty much wrote all three of these. We begin with the ECAN Driver of the Month for July 2022, and it was Oliver Calvo. Yeah, so Oliver Calvo taking that for, I believe, the second time he's gotten ECAN Driver of the Month. Um, getting that for what he did in Newcastle for the final round of the Scusa Pro Tour. He took both wins on the day in KA100 Senior in a stacked ka 100 senior field especially for the pro tour at newcastle qualifying had the same day both days essentially qualifying second finishing second in the pre-final but taking the win in the final on both days and this was really a big breakout performance for him we've seen him do some incredible stuff at the lancaster grand prix winning it four times all of those in a row and it's nice to see him finally get his maiden wins for the pro tour yeah, it was February uh, 2020 that he was driver of the month last. So uh, that I can't even remember. I'm going to assume that was either Challenge of the Americas or possibly a California Pro Kart uh, Challenge events that he was uh, not or selected for. So, uh, so yeah, great to see Calvo pick up those first career victories at the Pro Tour. It was a great weekend for him there at Newcastle Motorsports Park. And then we get into a couple of race reports, beginning with the Route 66 Sprint Series held at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. Yeah, so it was their first visit to MCC. They had recently done a new track extension that's very like Dousman-esque in the configuration. Brought some very close finishes, 50% or 16 of the races getting decided by less than a tenth of a second at the line. So it was wow. incredibly good to watch. K100 Senior was the class as it is in most series nowadays. 25 carts strong with Lemke and Terlecki both taking the wins for Saturday and Sunday. And then Kardashian, Jers, and Merzberger also being up there as well. Heard a lot of positive feedback, both from the series and from the drivers about the facility and the track. They have off track. They have a very, very nice facility with... I believe the 
blanking on bailiffs i believe have a yeah yeah they've helped develop that a lot and they've done a very very nice uh job with that and then quick shout out to micro swift driver cameron marcia who got a win on the weekend not both days but just one still impressive where he was incredibly sick throwing up in his helmet and qualifying but still pushed through and did incredibly well that weekend but yeah good weekend for them they'll move on to their final round at autobahn country club on september 3rd and 4th championships are still wide open and it'll be a good one to watch yeah, that should be an exciting weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend at uh, the uh, Autobahn Country Club or the Karting Circuit. I'm trying to think of the name. <laughs> Autobahn Country I Club. I know that's the main facility, but Kart Circuit Autobahn, I believe, is what uh, what is called. Uh, I'll get back to that later. Uh, and then the final race report uh, from last week, the Texas Sprint Racing Series had their uh, midsummer mashup at the Amarillo Kart Circuit up in the Panhandle section of Texas outside Amarillo uh, for their fourth round of the 2022 season. Yeah, so 163 drivers signing up for that one, a little less hitting the track at the Formula One inspired uh, circuit that's modeled after Istanbul Park in Turkey. A lot of, again, drivers that love to go here, but the series mentioning their could possibly be its final visit due to financial issues with the track. Don't know a ton about that, so we'll leave it at that. But an interesting format with compared to other race series. You had two heat races. So you had qualifying in heat one on Saturday and then heat two and the final on Sunday. Like I said, with Route 66, K100 kind of being the big class for most series right now. They had they were the biggest in the field and Alex Stanfield who was one of the EKN all-stars that we posted a month or so ago. He took the win in that KA 100 field. And across all classes, it was some good racing. There's a lot of classes that had one driver just walk away with it, but it was still good in the mid-pack. We'll be moving on to Speed Sports for their final round in September. That's in late September on the 22nd through the 24th for the finale. Yeah, it's uh, they were going to be at the MSR Houston facility and uh, a lot of the racers and teams spoke up and was like, let's go back to uh, speed sports. And so they're going to be back there for the finale. They were there uh, for I would believe was round two possibly uh, this season. So, yeah, excited to uh, to see that series wrap up uh, at speed sports. Uh, going on to Ecan Podcast Review. Again, all our podcasts are available on all the different podcast outlets, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, uh, all the different platforms that you can find podcasts on. Make sure you look up uh, Ecan Radio Network or ecartingnews.com uh, and subscribe to our, our podcast. Be able to pick up any podcast that we do produce, including This Week in Carding, episode 46 from July 27th available, along with all the coverage we have from Supercarts Summer Nationals, including the Outlap, the Debrief, along with the Tent Talk that we held that weekend uh, inside the PSL Carding Burrell Arts Tent at the Summer Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park. So again, a lot of new podcasts coming out out over the last uh, couple of weeks and we'll have more coming forward uh including those that will be played on the ecan radio network again the only karting channel 
playing 24 hours, seven days a week uh, in the world. So you'd be able to list to any carding content that we do have, including former race calls, uh, all the different podcasts we produce and all the different shows that we have that uh, are scheduled to play uh, throughout the day and throughout the week. Uh, this week in carding, we'll be playing tomorrow on the EKNA Radio Network. We'll also be playing uh, our face-to-face that is playing right now on the EKN Radio Network that uh, included or welcomed Roger Ruthhart from the Rock Island Grand Prix. So a lot of uh, news and info regarding this year's Labor Day street race in Rock Island, Illinois. We'll also be working on some other shows to come through uh, the EKN Radio Network and possibly a face-to-face coming soon with Alan Rudolph of the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy and the racetrack we mentioned earlier, Speed Sports Race Park, Race Racing Park in North Houston, Texas. So what's coming up on EKN uh, in terms of travel and coverage? Well, up next will be the EKN live broadcast from the Rock Island Grand Prix, September 3rd through the 4th in Rock Island, Illinois. Again, we'll be able to provide you with live coverage, audio, of the both Saturday and Sunday action, Saturday including all the heat races that will be contested on Saturday, and then all the main event action on Sunday from the Rock Island Grand Prix. Nate, you have not yet gone to Rock Island Grand Prix, have you? I have not. I know a lot of drivers from Stockholm have, like Keelan Kevin and Adam Lacey, who have found Mm -hmm. success there. So I know, I believe they'll be going, at least Lacey will be going, but... should be yeah. fun to watch. We'll be uh, we'll be working on uh, providing some more details and updates over the next couple of weeks about the event. So uh, stay tuned to that. We're working with uh, on a couple articles regarding that event. If you haven't, check out the the King article that Nate wrote regarding last year's King winners, including King of the Streets winner Andrew Bedozo, King of the Rock with 100 CC with Race Liberante, and King of the Rock Briggs 206 with Michael Dittmer. A great article talking about how all three are going to be coming back to defend their crowns. Uh, And then next after Rock Island Grand Prix will be two weeks later, September 16th through the 18th, the United States Pro Kart Series Hoosier State Grand Prix, Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana. Excited to be getting back to Newcastle, Indiana to wrap up this year's United States Pro Kart Series. We'll crown all seven champions after two rounds of racing at the uh, the Newcastle Motors Park Park, which they just announced will be held on the national layout. So uh, the same counterclockwise national layout that we're, everybody's been used to over the last, what, almost two decades of Newcastle Motorsports Park. Yeah, that I am kind of glad to see that. I like the variation that Newcastle does every once in a while, but I also think the base track that we've been a lot of carters are familiar with produces some great racing and is fun to drive. So it's nice to see a series going back to not really a, the basic layout, but the base one we're all used to. Do you like the start finish there at the end of the long pond straightaway? Or do you, do you recall it being at the original location right there in front of the racers grill uh, door? I like it at the end of the straightaway. I, th- okay. I think it's less going into that final corner with a 90 after a long straightaway on the final lap <laughs> got a little interesting per se so i think it's a makes better racing and be a bit safer where it is now 
Yeah, kind of, you know, talking about how the Route 66 program had a lot of photo finishes. That's what this track layout will certainly do, provide a lot of photo finishes on the weekend for the series finale there on September 16th through the 18th. So, again, looking forward to uh, to seeing who comes out, the winners of those final two rounds and comes out as champion in those seven different categories. So, again, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, make sure you keep following along with uh, the coverage from both those events uh, in the coming weeks. And then uh, that'll wrap up this uh, edition of This Week in Carding episode number, uh, I got to scroll back up, 47, uh, August 16th, 2022. I'll I'll get that year right. So uh, thank you, Nate, for joining us. And thank you, Rob, who was on the show previously or in the first couple of segments. Uh, talking about himself, of course, because that's what he loves to do. So uh, (laughs) I am David Cole. Uh, Thank you again for joining us on This Week in Carding. 